Hello and welcome back to Third Eyed Mind, your spiritual podcast for all things meditations, affirmations, and some good old chit chat. My name is Megan. I'm your host and I'm so excited that you're here today to listen to another ghost story of mine. I love talking about the things I have encountered. I truly believe it is magical for you guys to hear these things. And it's fun to know that you're not alone in your own ghost stories, right? Today, the story starts in Stoneham, Massachusetts. There's that old house there. It's one of the oldest houses in Stoneham, Massachusetts. I did not know this before I went to this house. And we're going to get right into this story about how I ended up in one of the most haunted houses in Stoneham, Massachusetts. So let's go. It all started with my friend named Bree, and myself, and my friend Angela. Angela is no longer with us. Um, she passed away this year, last year actually. Uh, so she is not here, but rest in peace. We send her so much love and healing. While me, Bree, and Ange were very different people, we had the same temper. <laughs> we definitely did. We bounced off of each other. Uh, we had a lot of negativity between the three of us. Not in a bad way. We all have to learn, right? I have no issues with them. They're very kind people to me now, and I'm kind people to them. It never was that we were never not kind either. You know, we were always figuring things out. But I will tell you, in the moment... I didn't realize just how impactful this night would be. And we started out in Bree's car. She had a little silver neon. And we drove to the guitar center, just me and Bree. And we met this kid named Chris. And Chris was in a band. And I played the drums. So I went there to get sticks. I went to get the Slipknot sticks because Slipknot came out with drumsticks. So I went to go get them. They were black with the white tip. They were super cool. And we met him. He liked my friend Bree and he wanted to talk to her and hang out with her. So we used to hang out with him. We'd go to his house in Stoneham. Uh, we'd just hang out, watch movies like the three of us. And then our friend Erica would sometimes come like we would all just hang out together. Well, one day we were just randomly hanging out, me and Bree and Ange and Chris's friend, I don't remember his name, invited us over. They said they were having a house party um, with a few friends and they were going to record some stuff because in this kid's basement in Stoneham, he had like some sort of recording studio. So we were like, oh, hell yeah. Like, let's go. Let's go experience this. It gets pretty spooky, guys. It gets pretty spooky. So while going through that state of mind, not realizing... That we are about to enter one of the darkest nights of our lives. Darkest in the sense of feeling the dark demonic energy. Get to the house. And I'm remembering what the house looks like. It's a brown shingled house. And to the left there's some sort of porch in the back. You can see there's a garage. And we pulled up in her little neon. We got our cigarettes. You know I used to smoke a lot. Uh, we got cigarettes, we got our alcohol that Chris grabbed for us. Um, he had more in the house for us. And we're walking in the doorway. And looking in the doorway, 
it was like this really beautiful, old, eclectic, Victorian-looking house. And it was very, very quiet. Almost so quiet, you could hear a pin drop. Even though there was people there. They were downstairs in a soundproof sound recording studio. So Chris came up and grabbed us. I looked to the left. I felt like someone was watching me. But I chalked it up to me just being crazy. And even Ange said to me, because Ange was very intuitive too. We didn't realize how intuitive we were. And she's like, you feel that? And I was like, yeah. She's like, all right, just stay close to me. So we just stayed close, the three of us. And we looked to our left. That's where the kitchen was. Later, that will be where we had our experience. Going to the right, we walked through the house. And he brought us right down to the basement, which was bright. It was really bright. It was soundproof. You weren't hearing anything. And we got to meet them. We talked to the guys. We were having a nice conversation with them. There was three guys. One was Tony, maybe Eric, I don't know, Brian. There was three guys and Chris. And two of the guys' girlfriends. So it was a good amount of us. We were having fun. They were awesome. Awesome people. So we listened to them record. And it was pretty cool because they let us play with, like, the little things on the keypad and, like... Brie went in there and did something or Ange went in there and sang and one of them did that and it was cool it was different we've never done that before so when all said and done they're like all right let's head upstairs like it's nice out we'll go grab a cigarette and we'll chill out so we head upstairs and he starts talking about the family's history in the house his mom was a card reader he told me she was a card reader who would pull through spirit from portals. Well, I'm going to tell you, I did not know what that meant at that age. I didn't have a clue. When she was talking about spirits coming through portals, I'm like, I don't know what that is. And he's like, yeah, she just pulls spirit through. There's a little boy that hangs around here. I'm getting chills as we speak about this, but there's a little boy that hangs around here and you'll feel him and you'll hear him. He'll be around. You'll hear him. And I was like, what? Like, I don't want to hear him. I don't want to like, it was intriguing, but at the same time, I don't want to hear him. I just want to drink my beer and leave myself alone. Right? So he gave us a tour of the house and it was just me, Brie, Ange, and him while everybody else was in the kitchen. We walked upstairs to a specific room where there was tarot cards on a table in a dark room with a closet. It was like a slanted closet. And I'm like getting nauseous even looking at it right now. I don't know why. In this closet, I could physically see someone being hanged. I could see it. And I said to Angela, I looked over her and I said, the fuck is that? It's exactly what I said. And she said, girl, we got to get out of here. That's all she said to me. We got to get out of here. We can't stay in this room. And he said, this is the room where he would practice letting spirit in. Like my body is fully in, engulfed in chills right now. Like this was a major life-changing moment for me in like that spiritual headspace. Like it really caused me to be, it was like one of the things that caused me to shut off my abilities that I thought I didn't even have, right? But I was so scared of ghosts after that. But going into this space, like we were, Brie was just like, okay, this is creepy. And was like, let's get out of here. And you could see that person hanging there. But you could see the little boy in the corner with the ball. It was a ball, a blue ball with a red star on it. And I will never forget what it looked like. And I didn't realize I could see spare in this moment. I just thought I was imagining things. So we got the hell out of there. And we walked downstairs, like he showed us the rest of the house, his room, like not his mom's room, but like different places, um, the bathroom, things like that. 
and we didn't go to the bathroom alone. There was a reason. Like we went to the bathroom in threes. <laughs> we were not going alone. So we get back downstairs to where the party at, where the party at, right around the kitchen table. And everyone's just standing there drinking their beers, you know, talking about stuff. We're going in and out off the porch to smoke a cigarette, come back in. And all of a sudden I heard a growl and I'm familiar with growls. If you heard my other story, you would know that I'm familiar with the dark demonic growl. I know what it sounds like. And I said, and me and Ange are picking up on it. Bree's not really realizing because she's a little infatuated with Chris. So me and Ange are like not infatuated with the men that are there. You know, we're not talking to any of them. We're talking to each other and we could feel it. We could feel it. And I had Tony sitting next to me. I just remember like his glasses and what he looked like. And he was standing next to me on one side and Andrew's on the other side. And Bree was on the other side of her next to Chris. And the kitchen island was huge. So we could all surround it. The music was playing. And I felt this heavy shift of energy. Heaviest shift I ever felt. And I said out loud, do you guys feel that energy? It feels so heavy in here. And Chris turned and looked at me and he said, yeah. He's like, I'm sweating. I'm hot. And I was like, it's it's winter time, by the way, guys. It's not any time that should be, we shouldn't be sweating. There's no like, it wasn't superheated. It was just normal, but we are hot. So I said, okay, he's hot. That's weird. No, like nobody else is noticing this. And the kid that owned the house said, yes, you're going to feel that. You're going to feel it. it's the energy. There's energy here. And I had no idea what he's talking about, but it's the energy here. So I went outside to smoke a cigarette. Me and Bree did, and Ange, and we were sitting there and puffing away, just chatting. And we saw a creature in the trees watching us. Oh, I just got the major chills. Watching us, staring at us. Like, it was like a perched gargoyle with like demonic tendencies and bright red eyes. There you go with the red eyes again. The the red eyes. It was like that was how demonic energy was communicating with me when I was young. And I could physically see it staring at us. And it literally like looked at me and pointed at me. And I said, uh-uh, no fucking way. This is not happening. And me and Ange looked at each other. And she was like, yo, this thing's mental. This thing's like, it's definitely dark. It's demonic. So we saw that. We ran in. Like, we put our cigarettes out. We ran right in. And we were like, we just saw something in the trees. And they thought we were crazy. And three of us were trying to tell them, like, what we just saw. And the guys went out there and checked. And the girlfriends were sitting there like, no, because we feel that when we're here, too. Like, they were, like, agreeing with us. So as the moments go on, you know, we're just feeling uncomfortable. Everybody's feeling uncomfortable. And it was pointing at me. So I was very religious at the time. I was brought up Catholic. And I always had rosary beads on me in my bag. So I remember my bag. I had a white Ed Hottie bag and I went over and grabbed it because I had to grab my cigarette lighter and everything. So I grabbed my rosary beads and I wrapped them around my wrist into my hand and I just held on to the cross, just held on to it. And I sat there and I felt this energy get so mad. It came in and started attacking my friends. It got so mad at me, but I knew it was there for me because it makes sense because I have such a bright light. So I get it. I get it now. I didn't get it then, but I understand that I have that light now. Oh, it was just a lot. So I'll explain to you how it felt for it to like take over my body, but I'll explain what I saw with Ange and Brie. It started with Brie 
and Bree's face turned flush red and she was very like you know pasty skinned blonde hair freckles um, but her skin turned bright red and she looked at me and growled I'm not even joking when I said she went looking at me and and like giving me these like side eyes and like you okay Bree and I kept asking are you okay you all right and she just like wouldn't say anything and Chris was like holding on to her and he's like you okay you okay And she was like, whoa, like, I don't feel like myself. Like, she snapped out of it when he shook her. She's like, I don't feel like myself. Something feels really off here. I'm feeling really, really hot on my back. And then Ange, it instantly snapped into Ange. Ange started growling to the point where it was freaking us the hell out. She was growling. She was laughing like a demonic laugh. And she was staring at me. At me. It's like I could see the whites of her eyes. And she was staring at me. Like, I'm seeing it now. I'll never forget the day. The way she was staring and looking at me, I could see her trying to get into my soul. And Ange had some dark energy about her anyway. You know, she did. She was, if you see her, she's like that mysterious dark energy. It's beautiful. And the way that she transpired from like the way she felt, she go, she literally sat there after it left her body. Cause I like tried to like hold on to her and like get it out of her field. After it left her body, she said to me, we got to go. There's an attachment. I feel it. I, I, I can feel it like grabbing onto my back, like claw marks digging into my back. And then it was my turn. And my goodness, it was one of the hardest, most uncomfortable experiences I've ever had with the dark spirit. This thing attached itself to, I'm like full, I don't think you guys understand my body is in full chill right now. This demonic entity attached itself to my back and most people will talk about getting really cold oh no 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 when something's demonic it's like something's trying to flush your system you're getting the hot sweats I was profusely broken out into sweats and it's like 30 degrees out profusely out into sweats and I felt this heavy hands of heat on my back it was like his hands were going on my shoulder and he was whispering in my ear And I said, "Uh uh-uh, not today. And I told him, I said, don't even fucking think about it. Don't even fucking think about it. I was saying it, I was repeating it over and over again. I was like, nope. And God's white light, like, get out of here. I just kept saying that because I learned that through Paranormal State, watching Chip Coffee. If you guys know me, like, my ultimate dream is to have a reading with Chip Coffee. I love Chip Coffee. He's one of my favorite paranormal experts. He works with a lot of demonic energy, and it really inspired me on my paranormal path. I just truly love his work. And I just kept remembering what he was saying, like, tell it to leave. Tell it like it's not welcome here in God's light. Like, get it out of here. Get it out of here. And I kept saying that. And it was going back and forth between Ange and Bree. And then it would come back to me. It was like fucking with us. It was fucking with us on a deeper level. And I said, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not letting this happen to us. So they all told us that we were crazy, especially me. They were like, no, nah, you're, you're crazy. You're crazy. Like, this isn't happening. So they stayed after. We and Bree and Ange left. And... We like, we couldn't even recall that night. We just hung out in the car and we smoked a cigarette and we looked at each other and we said, what the hell did we just get into? Well, after we left and we hung out with Chris after the fact, he was like, you guys do know like that is the most haunted house in Stoneham, Massachusetts. And we were like, what? What? And I don't know if that's really true because, you know, he said, she said, but it's one of the oldest houses in Stoneham and I don't know if they still own it. 
but that place has got some dark energy in it. It was a dark demonic being. Um, There was also a woman there that I could see, a little boy. There was a man hanging in the closet. So it was really, really confusing for me at the ripe age of 18 to be seeing that because I don't know what it is, right? I had no goddamn clue. I think it was 17 or 18. But knowing that, it changed the trajectory and how I looked at spirit. I shut it off after that. I wanted nothing to do with it. I absolutely nothing to do with it. So whenever you guys hear me talk about like my experiences, I have another experience with the darker energy, but this is one of the most profound experiences that I've ever had with dark energy trying to attach itself to my light. And my rosary beads worked. I kept saying, get out of here, get out of here. I could feel it like peeling off my back and going back in. It was really creepy. It was really scary. And I don't recommend it to anybody. (laughs) So, you know, it's a beautiful thing to be able to recognize it now. But in that moment, I wish I knew more because, yeah, at the same time, I'm glad I didn't because it wouldn't have been eventful. Um, It would have been a lot of pain on me, right? But, you know, if you guys have any stories in regards to spirit or ghost or paranormal things that have happened to you, send them my way at thirdeyedmindpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. And if you want to be on my podcast, just let me know. We talk about trauma, soulmates, relationships, anger, greed, whatever you guys want to talk about. I'm an open book here and it's important that we all have a safe space where we can listen to people's stories. Thank you for being here and being a part of my journey. I appreciate you listening to the ads and supporting me. I hope you have a wonderful day.